Welcome back to The Biggest Fan Pod, the podcast that hands over the mic to some of our favourite people in the world of football and invites their biggest fans to ask the questions we wouldn't know to. Brought to you by your gals at TFG. This week we are very pleased to welcome a hugely valued member of this fangirl community to episode 7 of the pod. Carol Bates, founder of Crawley Old Girls, is an absolute legend of the game. After replying to a tweet from Crawley Town FC stating they were looking for girls to play and finding out she was over the maximum age, she set up her own club herself. We listen as she's interviewed by teammate and old friend Sandra as they chat about what Cogs have achieved in the last six years, the benefits of lockdown and why, no matter what your age, it's never too late to start playing football. If you're liking the pod so far, we would love a like, adore a comment, and we'll give you a kiss in real life when we see you next, if you follow. Hope you enjoy. Oh, Carol, hello. Oh, fancy seeing you here. (laughs) Well, I wasn't expecting to see you. (laughs) How are you doing? I'm good, you? Yeah, good, yeah. Well, got a glass of wine in our hands. Maybe we can well, have just said Friday it. Friday night is on the way. Friday night, it's five o'clock somewhere, isn't it? Yeah, and it's um the new the new Friday night whilst lockdown down is on. Yes, indeed. Indeed. Mm. So what have you been up to? Well, just been doing a little bit of uh footwork all the time, going out for a few dog walks, haven't we? We've been yeah. in our so we are our socially distanced circle. Oh, it's not yeah. the circle, is it? That's no, the telephone. So you're watching the TV. I do love the circle. Then what are we called? They were a bubble, Carol. A bubble, bubble. that's it. Well, and Carol's circle, bubble. <laughs> I was thinking the bubble is a circle, isn't it? But yeah, so we are in a little social bubble anyway, aren't we? So we have been lucky that we can go out on dog walks and stuff yeah. like that and talk about enjoy, what we're doing. Enjoy the, enjoy the nice weather or the bad weather or whatever. We go out at all times, don't we? Well, yeah, I think that I think the most times that we've been out, it's been bloody awful weather, really, isn't it? It has. It's been wet. It's been raining. It's cold, but it's good to get out, isn't it? It's good yeah. To get out. Oh, it's great. We've done a few five k's. I think the only other five k's I've done is just walk into the fridge and back at the moment. <laughs> well, I can join you in that one as well. Um, <laughs> and there's always something that comes out of it when I walk away from it, and it's usually yeah. one of these. <laughs> yes, it is a nice Friday night, so we do have a glass of wine ready. We do purely yeah. to clear the throat when it gets a little yes. bit. Of- Right. Definitely, definitely. <laughs> so, um, what have we been? What have you been doing to do with um, football during the during the lockdown? What have you been? Oh God, honestly, I, it's been really good actually for me. I, I mean, lockdown's been hard for a lot of people, but because I haven't been able to work and I don't usually get that much time to myself, I've had loads of time to actually do planning for the cogs. So things on coaching and women in football webinars and stuff like that so it's sort of been learning for me um so I've been able to do that um I've got myself photoshop so <laughs> I've oh. been trying to, I've been trying to learn to do that well need any models need any yeah, models no. <laughs> <laughs> like an airbrush yeah you want <laughs> there'll be lots of airbrushing needed not, to be done <laughs> not that you need airbrushing it's more me more <laughs> yeah so I've been trying to learn to do that which is not easy when you get it's easy when you're younger is it to learn things but when you get a bit older it's uh it's not as easy so I've been doing some new posters getting some new posters ready for our new sessions when we come back oh how exciting um, is that going to be getting back yeah so oh. uh I'm really looking forward to that you're yes, going to struggle doing... going back to work you're not going to want to go I back know. I can't 
I don't actually know when I'm going to find time to do any work. That's the trouble. <laughs> <laughs> I quite get used to being at home. But, um, but yeah, it's, it's been good. So we just just planning loads of stuff. Sessions that have been funded as well, though. So we'll, we'll talk about that a bit later. But yeah, so I've had a really good, uh, really good sort of quality time to get football stuff organised. And, and now we've got the green light to go back on the 29th of March. Absolutely buzzing. Oh, I'm so as buzzing. is everyone else. Because we have a Facebook page, don't we? With a, It's yeah. like a closed group for all our cool old girls that um, that come to the sessions. And it's just been buzzing with about, yeah, let's, oh, I can't wait to the get The excitement, back. you can actually feel the excitement from all of the women, can't you? Yeah. Actually feel it. I mean, I'm absolutely chomping at the bit to get out there. The thing that made me laugh the other day was when we were talking about the um, little black bits that you get in the house. Oh, yeah. And none of us have had the little black bits from the, from the 3G, from the 4G and that, and then, or 3G. And, and now it's all going to start coming back in the house. And I can't wait. I'm not oh, it used to, but do you remember when the kids were little, how much did we moan about those bloody black bits coming into the house, little bits of black rubber on the floor and the carpet. And we always used to moan at the kids, can't you take your boots you you off before you get in the door? And now they don't play, yeah. we do. <laughs> and there's no one to blame but ourselves. Oh no, but we are the one that does clear it up, so it's exactly. fair. Yeah, we're fair. the ones that tidy up, so uh. well, we certainly are. We <laughs> so certainly we are, are looking forward to that. But mm. so, Carol, when did where did your love of football? I mean, I do know a lot about where your love of football started, <laughs> but let's go back over it. <laughs> your love of football, where did it all start? Well, we did, yeah, it's it's funny. We're very much very similar, aren't we? In our football, yeah. like growing up with um with you know dad that used to take it as football and and like when I was about seven and living with my dad and me and my sister and we used to take us to football every Saturday because that's what we had to do because otherwise we couldn't stay in the house on our own so we had to follow him dragged just, along yeah <laughs> dragged along but that's but we loved it in the end because yeah. it was exciting because we used to go into the clubhouse and there used to be fruit machines in the clubhouse and of course you're not allowed to play them are you when you're like, no. under 18 but as soon as dad came up from playing his game and he got changed we'd be allowed to like stand by the fruit machine while he was playing it not that he, but what, he was a gambler what, or anything, but what was funny though isn't it Carol when you think about it when when we were younger and if your parents went to the pub they sat you in the car with a packet of crisps and a drink but when yeah. it comes to football on a Saturday, you were allowed to be in the clubhouse with him. Yeah. You didn't have to and sit in the car with a packet yeah. of crisps and a drink. Stay there for a little while and we'll come out and get you later. Yeah. It's funny, isn't it, how things change? Yeah. Like, literally, I can just, I can still picture it now, like half one on a Saturday afternoon. And we'd be in the car and then we'd be going to Rygate Priory. And, and the drive up to Rygate Priory is only a tiny little drive. You'd only get one car through. And then you'd have to park right to the wall, right to the side, and you couldn't get out of the car, and there was hardly any room. And then you'd go up these wooden steps, which I can still hear now. We did three wooden steps, and there was a tiny little kitchen. And the smell of liniment when you get <laughs> when you walked in that door. And I can still, every time I smell it's it now, it just still, takes me back to those yeah. changing rooms. And the it's toilet still a smell, with, isn't it? A smell yeah, from childhood. Like a football changing rooms. And then um, and then so that sort of started it really. And then when I was in my teenage years, um, I started doing uh football teas and stuff like that. And actually, I was talking about this the other day. I was doing like so I had to make beans and pies, and and I forgot about the mashed potato, but it wasn't actually mashed potato, it was smash. a massive smash. Yeah, it was the package <laughs> of smash. Do you remember them? <laughs> And you used to like pour then. loads of water on this powder and make it like into mashed potatoes. I thought you, I and thought it, you could cook. Yeah. <laughs> and the thing is, 
as you'd have like, no, you'd give them out and it'd be like a mouthful of powder or smash and it would be like, <laughs> it'd be Delightful food, delightful yeah, food. <laughs> and these big, and you used to go to budgets and get these big tins of beans and pies or whatever. This tiny little oven. Yeah, so I used to love doing that. And then I only remembered the other day that my dad used to bring home the kit and it was oh. like a white, so they used to wear black shorts and white tops and red socks now how stupid is that to start with yeah because if you put red socks in a washing machine which is basically um what we did to start with you end up with pink shirts <laughs> pink shirt. <laughs> and we used to get paid three pound fifty i think it was and then we had um so we did that so we used to wash the kit and it used to be hanging them all around the kitchen and everything and um and yeah yeah one day oh, we'd put the red socks in with the kit i think and it just said it was an adidas kit i always remember it, it had three stripes down the side but it was a white long sleeve top but it ended up with a tinge of pink so it didn't go so, <laughs> i love that i love but, yeah, that but, um, did you, so you did you have to pay back your three pound fifty that you were yes. washing it i'm not sure whether we got paid that weekend <laughs> <laughs> oh it's, it's just really good times like years ago in non-league football and stuff like that and used to have the the clubhouses and and all the mm. and the players and that they'd all look after you and I'd and I'd feel quite important because I was doing the tea so of course everyone when they came up from playing had their showers and that starving and they want to know how their team had got on because there was of course there's no Sky Sports then or anything like that no. it was just literally a transistor radio you used to have like well now you're showing your age you've well, just yeah. called it a transistor radio <laughs> <laughs> or maybe I should say portable radio <laughs> It just used to have one of those and then and it used to have come in with the football scores and as they were coming up they'd all be asking oh how did Arsenal get on or how did so-and-so get on and it used to make you feel quite important because nobody yeah. else knew until they got to have their tea but they were honestly a great bunch and we had such me and my sister had a great time just going around different different clubs in around in the south london area and the oh. league it was then but like yeah. like their little uh, mascots the pair of you yeah it was and then when my dad would be playing obviously be little footballs around so me and my sister would kick them around and and there is like a photo somewhere she keeps saying to my dad he's got to fight and it's like a photo of the team with um me and my sister either side when we were like really young oh. so it's sort of like a real sort of historical moment yeah so that was to... the love where your love of football came in yeah um, and then it just progress with the boys and oh you ran a team yeah. didn't you when you were where you worked a oh, team yes. of men didn't you yeah so this was um this <laughs> this so when I went to work um I started on a factory floor and then I worked my way up to like office manager and there and I was sort of looked after the warehouse and um and there were loads of lads like in the warehouse and on the factory floor and stuff and there, and every Monday it would always be or come in and talking about football or whatever, or they'd cut out newspaper cuttings and stick them around your desk. And that that's we'd have a, like a real bit of banter. And um, and they all loved it. And they were like, Can you is it, can you manage a team for us? And we was because they wanted to start playing. And I was like, but they didn't really want me to manage the team. They, they just wanted ask, someone surely. to organize them. Yeah, <laughs> no, they would, yeah. What but a privilege just, to be asked as a, well, as a yeah. woman to be asked to run a men's team. And, you, and yeah. what age were you at that time? It was, then? Well, I was only like 20 something, like early 20s, I think it was. Yeah, it was in the 90s. It was quite, yeah. I mean, they were, they were, they were such a funny bunch. They were, they were good at football as well. And I didn't, well, I didn't, I've never done coaching or anything. Didn't know what I was doing. Only from what we watched, don't we? We just sort of take it, take it in. But yeah, I had the, I had the manager's kit bag. 
and I used to go out on a Saturday afternoon and leave my boyfriend behind and then I'd be out we'd go wherever it was around South London and um, end up in the pub afterwards funny enough we just used to <laughs> that's wherever we always end up <laughs> it's sort of a bit of a theme isn't it really but it's not, that, not that we've got a drink problem or anything we just we're just social drinkers you don't want to we get are just, yeah. um, so you went one better than me by running a team because I just <laughs> went on with the bucket and sponge yes. that's all I did I used to run on to the local team that my boyfriend was playing in and be the oh, yeah. uh, physio wasn't it was just oh, yeah. chuck it over a cold sponge on them and that was it. yeah that was in the yeah the bucket and the oranges at half time and yep. stuff like that it was the old school stuff right. and those times were so good but honestly I didn't really know much about football they just ran out I think they just wanted me to like run a team make sure we were in the right division make sure we were actually in the league and make sure we played and turned up every week and they gave me the money so I think and you I enjoyed just, toiling so, those boys yeah. what so to I do, just enjoyed <laughs> yeah organizing them all and, and then we got a spot we got a sponsorship from the local pub actually because we were called the lakers and they sponsored ah. us and we did we had we had our own presentation evening and all sorts of stuff so yeah it was a really good Fantastic. fun then we started to meet men yeah. <laughs> and it changes doesn't it yeah well it's funny isn't it because we're, we're pretty much similar and that yeah. when we were at school and that we used to sort of hang around with a, a group of lads and uh stuff like that and a few girls and yeah, um, we weren't really girly girls were we we were never no. not tomboys but we loved no. football we liked we liked male company yeah it was yeah which yeah. which when we were growing up in that time was quite different wasn't it really because you didn't actually get a lot of women or a lot of girls at that time who actually liked football didn't no. you it's just like one of those things and I used to go to because um, my dad used to sponsor Palace years ago in the good times um and he used to provide them with cars. So we used to have to go up there with him on a on a Tuesday night or whatever. And, and then I would just sort of go up there on my own randomly when I wanted to go and watch because I didn't have anyone to go with. And then one I did, day... I did exactly the same. I used to go yeah. to Chelsea on my own. No, I, I mean, you were a Palace supporter. I was a Chelsea supporter. At 16, I was going, I was travelling from, from Red Hill to Chelsea. Yeah. I would never have dreamt of letting my daughter do that. And I used no, I to go <laughs> to every single home game. On my own, standing yeah. in the shed, absolutely loved it. Loved yeah, it. it's madness, is it, to think that you'd actually do something like that now? But yeah, so I used to go to Paris when I could and just sort of go on my own. And um, but it's it's sort of it's not as much fun on your own, is it? No. After a while, and then uh, yeah, I just sort of used to go when I could. But then I did actually. Turn, <laughs> I remember one. I took one of my friends um, who I was. At, who was one of my best friends at the time. She didn't like football at all, but I really wanted to go to Palace Millwall. Now, for anyone, <laughs> now for anyone, <laughs> anyone who knows Palace Millwall games, it's probably not the best nice game. Bit of rivalry take, there. Yeah, not the best game to take uh, a friend to that doesn't a girl to that doesn't actually even like football. Anyway, so we went there, and I think because I sort of didn't go all the time, just went randomly, and um, probably didn't realise that the and the Palace fans, Palace fans oh. now they have to go off to Selhurst, and then that. Millwall fans whatever go to Norwood Junction and stuff like that. well I ended up walking back to Norwood Junction which is where I got the train to and I think I was sort of we got caught up with all the Millwall fans and there was like police horses and was, the station was getting smashed up and stuff I was like oh my god I've just taken this girl to <laughs> was she hiding in scarf match. I was like yeah <laughs> oh, no, well, shit, have you ever thought about ever going to another football match again but yeah you, so. you damaged her love for <laughs> any, any chance of her life in football yeah, was gone funny. yeah then we sort of met after that didn't we really yeah i suppose we didn't we didn't know each other until um what our 20 we knew of each other well i definitely knew of you um <laughs> good old <laughs> it's all good it's all good it's all good <laughs> 
Yeah, because we grew up in the same, well, you grew up yeah. in sort of Rygate, South Park, mm. didn't you, would actually, and I grew up in Red Hill, sort of Merston area, yeah. so. And we, we had a lot of mutual have, friends, a lot yeah. of mutual friends. And, and we would have met up in the, at the market in Rygate yeah. at some point. At some point and yeah. the Bell and places like that. Yeah, we would have. Yeah. Yeah. But we didn't actually know each other properly, did we, until no. until um, we went to another. We We're started playing darts, there. didn't we, And then for another establishment. Yeah, it's no longer there. And they had a football team that I used to help along with as well. And I don't I don't know if you got involved in that one, but I was no, quite involved I was with just, the railway team. It yeah. was just a Tuesday night darts for me, which I loved, yeah. which I was totally crap at darts, but I just loved it. It was a night out, wasn't it? It was a night yeah. out. It was good fun. It was good fun. <laughs> it was and, good fun. And then, and then um, obviously, then we met our, our husbands and we had the kids. Yeah. Well, you still got yours. I haven't got mine anymore. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And then we had the kids, didn't we? Yeah. Well, we took, we moved, didn't we? Yeah. In between, yeah. We so you moved to Downhill in Crawley because we both said, and I was looking at moving as well. And you just said how nice it was down here, and it was cheaper, wasn't it? Yeah, a lot cheaper. Got more for your money up here, that's for sure. Yeah. So we had a look round, and uh, <coughs> one of the best moves I had ever made moving yeah. to Crawley. Absolutely exactly. love it. So both our boys been the same age, Kieran and Jack. Yeah. And. Uh, because of our love of football and our other half's love of football, obviously they went into football, didn't they? Yes. <laughs> and then we all got involved in the kids' football. I think secretly we took them along, didn't we? It was, <laughs> it was us first. It was us yeah. first that took them. It was. And that was, you know, for years we stood on the sidelines watching them, didn't we? So sort of going on from there, it was... Um, so at the time as well, I was chair of the supporters at Crawley Town Football Club um, and Crawley Town Football Club, had their own sort of charity side of Crawley Town Community Foundation and they were running a project weren't they for girls they were trying to get girls playing football this was so mm. six years ago and they were trying to get people to come to this session um, on a Monday which was just a kickabout for girls and um, so they tweeted about it and so I answered the tweet because I just thought oh god I would just love that just to go for a kickabout on a you know for an hour on a Monday yeah. so I tweeted and returned uh, replied to the tweet and just said oh what age is this can I come along and then Amy who's a good friend of Faz we call her now she was working at the foundation at the time so I I didn't realize it was her behind the tweet I thought it was something else so I just went back and just said can I come along what's the age limit for this and she said oh it's 14 plus so it's the and the other top age groups like 25 so it's 14 to 25 and at the time I was 48 so I'm like, just a little bit over yeah, just, and I'm not sure that I can keep up with these 14 year olds it might be <laughs> we like to think we can yeah we like to think we can but there's absolutely no way that's going to happen so anyway I thought why do, so I just said to her what well, if I can set something up for myself and my friends and just have, say and have a little kick about is there something that we can do so she went away and just sort of had a word with the football league trust or provide funding for um, football projects and stuff for, for professional football clubs, EFL clubs. And um, and she came back and she said, um, well, <laughs> it was funny because so Amy, who works, worked for the foundation, and there was Nicole Meredith, who worked for the Football yeah. League Trust. And, um, and, and years afterwards, I remember the parents saying to me, they thought, what on earth is this woman on about? Like, <laughs> and Nicole's like, God, I was thinking we do this do we do this? it's like but eventually nicole said can, we can't thank them enough for actually believing oh, God, in you. yeah and can i just say for those of you that don't know carol when carol's got something in her head carol will carol will <laughs> will 
fight and fight and fight until she gets <laughs> what it is. It always happens. I, I won't stamp my feet until I'm sick type of fight. <laughs> But I'll, uh, yeah, if I've got a zone in my head, I'm like, I've got to do this. I've got to do it. Anyway, so, um, yeah, so Nicole at the Football League Trust said, actually said to Baz, you can have 10 weeks of funding. Let's see if it works sort of thing. It's, it's not been done before, so they weren't really sure and all the rest of it. Because really, like, older women learning to play football is not something that, you know, the Football League Trust would have thought about. No, I mean, it's completely out of the blue for them, wasn't it? They must have yeah. been, what the hell? But, yeah. So um, so we did that. And then I just put on my Facebook page, you don't have to be a spring chicken like me. You don't have to be fit, blah, blah, blah. Just come along for a little bit of fun and just have some fun with the football sort of thing. And I think I had about 30 comments on my Facebook page because a lot of my friends were all sideline ones as well. They'd been to like 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 us. And um, yeah, so I had about 30 comments saying, oh yeah, I might give this a try and whatever. Like we didn't really know what it was going to happen, but we just thought, oh, we'll just try it. So anyway, that first session. Oh, I remember it. Us, there were, yeah, there was 10 of us all together. Um, well, we did, we just had the best laughing week. Honestly, can, it was like- I can still remember that. I can still remember that night. And the yeah. bus, the It just went bus. so quickly, that whole hour, didn't it? And it was yeah. just, just honestly, the feeling that we got from literally, uh, uh, don't get me wrong, we couldn't kick <laughs> the ball, we didn't didn't know what the hell we were doing. The miss, but The miss kicks were part of the fun, yeah, weren't yeah, they? I mean, it, it was, was just literally But it wasn't laughter. all about that, was it? Yeah, it was no. about a group of women who came together and just laughed their heads off for an hour. And what we used to that? do... We, we remember running we around do, as well, but we yeah. were running around and didn't yeah. feel like we were running around. But we? this was we, the first time, apart from that other time we played, that actually I'd been active since I was about nineteen. Yeah. So this was, and and then this just started spreading, didn't it? Yeah. It was. We knew it, it knew it was onto something there, didn't we? <laughs> we didn't really know how it was going to go, but it started to sort of get a bit of attention from from the FA to start with and the Football League Trust. Mm. Um, and they were really, really, really good with us, and they really helped us try and grow it. And and obviously, it was something new for them as well, because you know it, it was all about sort of girls at that time. It wasn't really about older women. And um, and they really sort of built into what we were doing, didn't they? And they and we ended up winning a really prestigious award. Yeah. Um, for starting it, and we had a visit from Jordan Nobbs, and and uh, we were on Sky Sports, and we had. Karen Carney come down so we we literally did have so we were very spoiled in, yeah. in the stuff that we did but it wasn't just about coming down to the cogs it was just getting it out there of mm. how good this was for older women um so there was a real message behind everything that we were doing and we ended up on women's hour and all sorts of things over the years which yeah. has just been brilliant but you know the main message is that it's got to go as far and wide as we can to just tell older women that you know it's it, it's great it's fun it's, it's there, there. yeah do. so many women will say, will say we might say oh we play football or whatever but so many women will listen to that and think oh my god I can't play football I'm like no nor could I don't worry mm. <laughs> and I'm not and I can't run around a pitch for 90 minutes we don't do that we just mm. we just play little friendlies like 15 minute halves and this yeah. sort of thing so you know you can do it and that's the message isn't it you've got to get that across to women and the other and the other thing as well is when you get into like that safe environment that's it's like a safe space for women really safe. so once you come into that pitch 
you lock the gate and you're in a non-judgmental environment, you're in a safe place. And, you know, that's really welcoming to women. And it's also, we were saying the other day as well, weren't we? when you get a bit older, you don't have this sort of, oh, I've got to be better than her, or oh, yeah. I've got to try and be a bit slimmer. That sort of stuff. It's gone. Is, it sort of goes as you get a bit older. And uh, you're just sort of, all these women with all different backgrounds, all different levels of ability, um, just come into this one space and just have fun playing football. So now what's happened is we've got, so from our first night where we had 10 women, mm. we now run five sessions a week and we've got over 120 members. Um, and we've run, we've got, so we run beginners, which is for anybody that wants to come play that's never played before, no experience. And then we have beginners stroke intermediate. So when you start getting a little bit better, you have the option to go to the next session, which is beginner stroke intermediate. Then we have like an intermediate session, which is what we're sort of going to now because yeah. we've been doing it for sort of five, six years. Not, we're saying, not, that good, we're, but not saying that we're intermediate already good, but, <laughs> but, but we can sort of hold our own. Yeah. And then there's an advanced session. So what's happening is rather than just women coming into the game for the first time, we've got women coming back into the game because there are a lot of women it's it's hard isn't it as women you've got so many commitments you know yeah. with children and all sorts of jobs and all sorts of stuff that you have to sort of have that non-committal thing as well that you know you don't have to turn up every week you don't have to go and play in every friendly you don't have to do this and that. so it's it's a real sort of just come and play whenever you want to yeah. come and play whenever you can um and we'll I actually think it's friendlies. like a support group for a lot of people as well I really do feel like it's a support yeah. group yeah because then you get so that's that's the sort of playing side of it but then off the back of that as well you have like you say it's like a support group isn't it it's like you know that we have a close Facebook page obviously because we like sort stuff out but mm. it does become a real sort of friendship group of support doesn't it and it's yeah. of empowering women and supporting women through mental health um you know and there's so much more than just the football isn't it, it is sort oh of... it's it is so much more and it, and then of course there's the social side of it and and the biggest social side of things that we did was the old girls world cup in france which oh, was yes. i've got to say the best six weeks <laughs> of my my life i think <laughs> i think i'll have to agree with you on that one that was just no france last no see i keep i've totally missed a year yeah, 2020 france, didn't happen 2020 yeah. didn't happen <laughs> So France 2019, oh my God, that June was just incredible, incredible. So we, I, sometimes I just think, why do I do these things? But anyway, I just sort of had this idea of, um, obviously the World Cup was on. Why don't we have an old girls World Cup in quotes, I will say, it's not like proper World Cup. And then just really to give women more opportunities to play, to actually be in France while the World Cup's on so that we can actually go and watch some of the Lionesses games or watch any other World Cup games that we want to. So, so anyway, I got together with um, so Joe, who runs the Canterbury Old Bag. So she set that up after seeing us on, on a TV programme. And yeah. uh, so we've all sort of been really good friends with them. And um, so I said to Joe, who runs that, you know, do you fancy helping me organise an Old Girls World Cup? Well, it's all very well saying these things, but actually after a while, just think oh god what have I done but then you think no I need to do it I need to, we need to do it yeah so we advertised it all and we had 20 20 teams that came over yeah from all from, around um, the country including yeah. and international as well we had yeah from so we had some Americans didn't we that came oh. over 
So I'm a real believer in participation. So I love the fact that women just come and play for fun and it's not really competitive because no, you're not, not there to sort of beat everyone and win something because it's all about the fun. Because once you're on that pitch anyway, you're competitive. So and um, so we did like a festival during the day. Um, and then it, I just can't explain it. Well, for the night before, we had like a welcome party, didn't we, at the campsite? Think, and everyone yeah. just had a good yeah. old drink. And it was, and that was brilliant because everyone got to know each other. And then the next day... 200 women with the same... In the, in the same area with no problems, you know, there was no um, bitchiness yeah, was, or anything yeah. like that. It was, it was because everyone was there just to have fun. It was the the loveliest feeling of being amongst all these same women. This, all, all the same reasons yeah. for being there. All mums, really, that just were having the best time, weren't it? it yeah, get away for a few days. It was probably good. <laughs> and yeah. it was just escaping. <laughs> yeah, escaping. And so we sat, so we had this festival during the day where it was just literally everyone was playing each other and just having fun, just playing games. And we sort of set it up as um, like we had, everyone had their own team name, like, so there were club, there were countries. So everyone sort of played as, you know, World Cup countries. And it was great fun during the day. And then as we were calling it a World Cup, we had to sort of think about doing some World Cup games as well. So we sort of, we worked it in that we would take anybody that wanted to play a bit more competitively would play in the games in the evening, which would be like the World Cup game sort of thing. So we so we did the draw, didn't we? We had a, like a plastic bowl and plastic um, little things that we had to open up and take the names oh, yeah. out. All professionally done. Yeah, <laughs> all professionally done from, uh, from Amazon. <laughs> it's like little plastic ball things. So we had America, Wales, England, and the rest of the world because we didn't have enough people to go through everything. And um, yeah, so we had, so we had, uh, was it Wales against USA? Wales against the rest it? of the world, I think, was the first game, wasn't it? And then rest of the world was against um, England, I think. I can't remember. Yeah, it was, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. Then, um, and then the final was um, England-America. You know, that was just another experience that we that we had. And that's what, that, and that's what COGS gives us, isn't it? That is yeah. what it gives us. It, it gives us a joy. It really does. And it's, it's, it's opened up worlds for yeah a lot of us hasn't it it's just joys and friendships and, and yeah. like that and so um, and for you what's it so what's it given you carol come on what's it given you since? oh my god so, honestly it's a that, big question that is. it is a big question because i could probably talk all night what it's given me but it's the stuff that we've done has been incredible i mean the one thing i would say is about all this is about it will give women confidence i mean i think it's it's one of those things isn't it we're just I mean, I wouldn't if like when I was 15 or 16, my worst nightmare would have been up to stand in front on a stage talking to people, telling them about what we're doing or whatever. But when we won the FA award, yeah, to be in fact, we're actually standing on the stage. Oh, Marcus was there as well, standing on the stage. And, and was this was not at Wembley? Was this at Wembley? Yeah, so this is at Wembley. Yeah. So, so massive and venue this was like that you was the at. Yeah, the Women's Football Awards with all the lionesses and the top you know, some really influential people from football. And I'm, I'm giving a speech on the stage when we won this award. And I'm like, this is just like so surreal. Uh, you know, just being active and actually getting out there and, and building your confidence up is so important for women of our age as well. I mean, especially going through yeah. the menopause and stuff like that. I mean, 
you youngsters won't know what that is yet <laughs> until we yeah. get to a bit later in life. Your oh, mum's we're right. all going through yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, but it oh, is, is it a women's midlife crisis. I think yeah. we're going through it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so we'll start playing football when we're going through the menopause, which is ideal, I think, yeah. because it's it's great. It's good you know, for you. It's, it's so all you, I know, there's loads of youngsters who listen to this fangirl and are the part of this fangirl. Get your mums out playing football yeah. is what we'd oh say. Oh, my God, they'll have so much fun. And yeah. they'll be coming in later than you, girls. Yeah, and you'll <laughs> think, oh, my God, I wish I'd never said that. <laughs> yeah. But, but yeah, so many, oh, so many great things. It's just been, you know, just to even, sort of, I spent a day with, I mean, this Nick Bright, I spent a oh, day with him doing some promotion for the BBC and the FA, and we just sat spent the day sort of just talking about football and talking about the people's club and stuff like that and it was just brilliant I thought what what a great experience to just have someone who's like an average woman in the street who just like football to actually mm -hmm. be on Radio 5 Live with Mickey Campbell and like and Chris Evans and it, it just, you've been on so so many things and on the telly so many times well actually we you get called dame carol down here actually don't you she, she's probably the biggest um <laughs> celebrity to come out of crawley now other than dan walker and <laughs> no 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 <laughs> um i just think to just see i mean there are so many things that have, that have come out of it it's literally has changed it's my been life. amazing but um i think the thing that has come out of it for me is to see how many women have just changed their lives through being active playing football mm. uh, and to actually see that and know that you're doing the same sort of thing and you're in sort of well there's so many inspiring women that come to cogs i mean we've got oh. you know yeah it's like some women over 60 um they are so inspiring and you just think they're just helping yeah. other women to actually start playing themselves and inspiring other women to just get involved. Um, and I know see... you, Carol, will not stop until you get every woman, every <laughs> single woman in the world that has ever wanted to kick a ball around. You will not stop until they have that opportunity to do it. And it's just amazing that because I know I, I know you, you, you are you will. That is your aim to do that. And you will make that happen. This is this is actually one thing that makes me really proud. Actually, is is the fact that we went from ten old women just wanting to kick about, which started in 2015, and then 2020 last year, Sport England um, invested one million pounds into women's recreational to to increase participation in adult recreational football for women for the legacy groups as which one of one of them I'm part of um for the host cities for Euro 2022. Now that investment is creating women's recreational football officers around the country to actually invest time in giving opportunities for women. Mm. So you know that sort of investment from the FA and, and you know and the FA are putting loads of coach development stuff um, and all sorts of things into just growing the game really so it's, it's going to be massive it's going to be brilliant yeah and we just need to make sure that the opportunities are there um, the facilities are there um, and there is so much work going going on behind the scenes we held mm. um 
we held a, like a women's rec football forum the other night, which is like an unofficial thing. And yes, Rachel yes. Pavlou, and, um, who's the head of national football development at the FA for women's and girls, and Sharon Muxworthy, she's a regional coach development officer, they actually gave up their time for the evening and just came and spoke to people and you know it's increasing walking football and stuff as well so there is so much going on behind the scenes that is so exciting for women at the moment to to get opportunities for them to play so over the next 18 months year 18 months is there are just going to be so many more opportunities for women and um, so we just need to get that message out there that actually if you've got you know if you've got a football there and you can move a bit then you can play football at the end of the day i the confidence i've got now is nowhere near what i was when i was 15 16 up mm. to 20. if i was that say 19 now and i walked around the supermarket and someone said hello to me i'd get i'd be that one that went really embarrassed my face would be beetroot and that sort of thing and i think I just want to tell that 20 year old woman who is actually worried about what she looks like, what she weighs, what a shape she is, um, you know, all these sort of things that are superficial. I just want to tell that woman in 34 years time or 30 years time, you actually won't give a shit about whether you... Excuse my language, but actually, you know, we go out and we play football in the pouring down rain and we mm. get drenched and we look like we've just been dragged out of our heads backwards with makeup yeah. going down <laughs> hairs everywhere you know look completely ugly round rats but, out shower caps on shower yeah. caps on don't forget the shower caps so we've had the best time and we don't care what we look like whereas 34 years ago i probably would oh i can't i can't go and play football i can't go and do that because my hair's going to get yeah. all wet and look i'm not in that weather might, I'm not going someone out might that. see me and i look yeah. really ugly or something like that and it's just some things like that. And you just say, and if I just want to say to these 20 year olds, have confidence, go out and do something. I tell you one thing, one other thing I've learned as well is that someone always said to me um, years ago at work, when you're talking to people about something you know something about and you've been asked to speak and, and do whatever, you will know more about what you're talking about than that person that's listening to you because yeah. you wouldn't have been asked to do it otherwise so when you're going to talk about something with somebody just remember that what you're talking about if you're knowledgeable on it do you know more about that than other people and in your head you sort of have to build that confidence up but I mm. think definitely confidence is a, is a real sort of go and get that confidence now don't wait 30 years until yeah. you don't care what you look like when you're out in the rain just do it now because there's so much fun, so much enjoyment to have. Miss, missed so much by worrying, I think. Yeah. There's so much missed by, by worrying and yeah. there's no need using, to. That, using that word missed, we are the missed generation. That's, the, that's, that is <laughs> that's it. That's a good thing to end on, isn't it? But, we're, but we're, we're shouting it from the rooftops about the fact that you don't have to be missed anymore because it is out there for you now. <laughs> yes, exactly. So wherever you are, there are you need to talk to your local county FAs, local football clubs get them running sessions there will be loads going on in the next year or so and it's just really important that you get out and get active brilliant oh well, well done. done little chat i did yes <laughs> thank you uh <laughs>